0: This is Powered by Iron Health, an Iron Health podcast based out of Westchester, New York. Enjoy the show. Hey guys, welcome to the Powered by Iron Health podcast. Today we have Jenya Katznelson on. She is a um, nutritionist and she has a lot of experience in the health and wellness industry. So, kind of jumping into it, uh, she actually went to the Institute for Integrative Nutrition. Um, and she's had a huge passion that developed kind of throughout some of her past, um, for health and wellness. So we have an exciting episode for you guys and I hope that you guys really enjoy it. So welcome on Jenna.
1: Thank you so much, Tom. i like, I'm so excited to be here and, um, thanks to my little brother, Sam. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so yeah, so just like to kind of jump into like exactly what you said, like I've had a passion for healthy living for a really long time and it's because of like certain struggles that I went through personally and my life took a lot of unexpected turns. So I've always wanted to be an actress. So I went to Fame High School. So it's the LaGuardia High School of Performing Arts and I majored in drama. But I was extremely insecure. I. You know i like i was scared to fail so instead of pursuing my acting career i decided to prove to people that i was smart so i um, i decided to enroll at hunter college and i majored in economics after a little while and look initially my grades were good but after a little while i decided i wanted to make money and i decided that i did not need college education to do that so I dropped out, um, I got a job on wall street after several interviews. I got my series seven and then a bunch of other series. So, um, then I was, you know, the big girl, like I was going out partying, you know, drinking, smoking a pack a day, you know, sustaining on diet Coke or artificial sweeteners. And obviously in the morning coffee to get me through the day. And then so that I can do it all over again. Um, so that continued for a while, then I developed anxiety and panic attacks and things got a lot worse. I mean, I made a lot of mistakes. I, like, I was miserable. So um, it, really, it really got to the point that if I didn't change my life, something bad was going to happen. And so it all happened. Like, I mean, I, I say that it happened randomly, but like some people say there's no such thing as like random. Like I was on this path. I was supposed to go through it. So I read a study about the negative effects of artificial sweeteners and diet soda on your mood. And they're implicated in, you know, anxiety and panic attacks and depression. So as soon as I read that that I mean, it just spoke to me. I was like, I am done with it. i I cannot go on doing this to myself. So I right away gave it up, like cold turkey. Um, So I still kept my black coffee. And so like, I mean, I felt so much better that I was like, okay, I have to start looking into what else is there. So then I learned the connection between, you know, blood sugar fluctuation and its effect on mood. And then I noticed that sometimes when I don't eat, I literally get panicky. I'm like, I need food. And so I, then I learned that it's like, it's either you learn, you burn sugar or you burn fat and what you want to do is you want to burn fat to get out of that spiral. Mm-hmm. You know, like if you're in that spiral, you will always have anxiety. Like a, you need your sugar drops, you get irritable, you need to eat it, you eat it, you're here and then it drops and you're on this roller coaster. And so I'm like, oh my gosh. So, and then one thing led to another, then I started reading labels. And I'm like, what the hell are these ingredients? And I actually have a funny story for you guys because um, it would kind of like bring the point home. So when I was 12, we moved here from Russia. Okay. And neither my parents nor I spoke any English. And my mom bought me a t-shirt. It had like some characters on it. It had some writ- something written on it. So I wore it to school the next day. And this is like sixth grade, almost like 30 years ago. And I was getting a lot of like really, like not positive attention, but like more like finger pointing. And I was like, I'm like, what the hell is happening? Like, what did I do? And then at some point the teacher came up to me and she asked me to put my jacket on. And I'm like, what is happening right (laughs) now? Like, what is going on? So that night uh, my parents received a phone call from school and apparently my t-shirt said, don't worry. Shit happens. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I mean like in sixth grade being a girl who just started school, like, I mean, that was I mean, a very, you know, hard experience. So the point is if you don't know what something means, don't put it in your body or on your body. So that's basically how I got into this whole thing. Like one thing led to another. And here I am.
0: (laughs) That's awesome. So obviously like going through school, um, it it educated you a lot about the nutritional side. Mm -hmm. And I'm sure that when you have that passion for something, it allows you to just kind of really drop yourself and dive right into whatever you're studying because you're like, this is what I've wanted. This is what I enjoy. Um, Getting into that, what what are some of the things that you first noticed as you were starting to educate yourself more and more about nutrition that kind of excited you and, and got you to where you were like, okay, this is really, really what I want to do?
1: Oh, that's a very <clears throat> good question. I love it. And I love it because... Um, so again, like you said, I've been very passionate about mm-hmm. it. So like at first I thought it was acting, then I thought it was like, you know, Wall Street, then it's like, so then I'm like, it's it's this. And um, so what got me excited is because again, the, the transformation I saw in myself, and then I was like, well, I want to help others. I'm like, I have all of this information. I want to share it with others. But I'm like, who's going to listen to somebody, you know, like, I'm like, I read a study, you know, it's like people, you know, so then I'm like, okay, I need something more formal. So I have to go to school. And so I also was kind of like at crossroads at my job. I was passed out for a promotion. Um, So I was like, this is not the life that I want. And then as soon as I would say, I want to go back to school for nutrition, you kind of feel that you know, that excitement in your stomach, like you kind of get, like your eyes, like, I mean, you get those, like, what are they called? Butterflies, like, you Mm -hmm. know, you're like, oh my God. So it felt right in my gut, right? Mm -hmm. So incidentally, right, like I'm studying nutrition, felt right in my gut. So, and then when I actually started studying, I, like I already was reading, Mm -hmm. all my free time was spent on researching things, helping my mom with her ailments, helping my sister with like, you know, figuring out how to lose weight, because everybody is so obsessed about, and it's like, just, it's not as difficult, you know? It's mm-hmm. like, I mean, as people make it out to be, because you take small steps every single day, and then it just happens for you. But you kinda, you can't like focus on like, oh, you know, but you know, you can't focus on all the setbacks and all the negative stuff that happens. You kinda have to keep your eye on the price. So then going back to your question. So when I started studying, this was actually when COVID just started. Okay. but what i noticed happening to me i would start my morning because i had a full-time job at the time Mm -hmm. so in the morning i would have to wake up early i would obviously exercise because i think that's one of my like top things i would exercise i would meditate and then i would start studying so i noticed that i was studying and while everybody was focusing on disease on COVID, on being scared i was i was like glowing i'm like i am (laughs) focusing on health i'm like i I actually felt guilty. I'm like, all of these people are so scared and fearful of COVID, and here I am like, being like, and then I get to work from home. I'm like, who is answering all of, like, I mean, somebody is like, there's gotta be a genie out there making all of my dreams come true. And so for me, I'm like, I know I'm on the right path because I am learning, I am kind of like, I kind of knew that food was responsible for so many things. Mm But this just confirmed that what I felt was true. And then also we learned not only, you know, way of eating, but how you approach things. Like one of the things that um, we learned in school, for instance, that it's really not only about food, right? So mm-hmm. we kind of like, you know, you know, like exercise and physical activity and movement are so essential and, you know, different movements. It's not just like one. You've got to do different styles because you want to use all of your, muscles and whatnot, Mm -hmm. but then also you want to manage your stress levels. You want to have Mm self-care. And these studies like really kind of brought it all together. And then another thing, like if you are in a toxic relationship, no amount of kale smoothies will get you (laughs) like feeling better. Right. So it's like, it's just not how it works. So we're really approached like the the school really took a holistic approach to wellness, which I think is very essential. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people think it's like, oh, I got to do this, or I got to do that, or I can't eat this, or it's like, no, people enjoy your life. Like it's like life is meant to be joined. It's short. It's like you know, before you know it, it's over. So like, live, enjoy, and feel great doing it. I mean so that i think that's my main thing you've got to feel good whatever it is that you're doing enjoy the journey i mean i love my journey studying so
0: yeah <laughs> absolutely
1: so, yeah.
0: so going more into it <clears throat> i think a big uh part right now is we're having a lot of younger athletes that are unfortunately i think to an extent some of them are influenced in a good way when it comes to nutrition but some of them are influenced in a bad uh, uh, more of a poor way Um, I'm saying maybe like more of our middle school athletes that are finding fitness for the first time. They're going into the gym for the first time and they're taking certain supplements that for somebody of their age, it can be more harmful than beneficial to somebody of an older age. Um, So kind of going into that for as far as athletes, Um, kind of between younger to the older athletes, say college level and even professional athletes, how do you feel nutrition kind of affects their daily lives and in what ways does nutrition kind of differ between the younger athlete versus the older athletes?
1: Yes, so I mean, okay, so in terms of younger athletes, I think, or older ones actually, I think there's a lot of misinformation and i think supplement companies make money it's an industry they make a lot of money and unfortunately advertising has a lot to do with it so if you have your famous celebrity supporting a particular supplement and these kids grew, grew up with like you know advertising and like it's all in your brain so it's like you think that why would somebody you know who i trust suggest something that's not good for me So they're very trustworthy. And I think Mm. it's a very dirty trick that these advertising companies are playing because these are their lives. And like, I'm sorry, taking unhealthy supplements, they can have detrimental effects. I also think that like whole food, basically it doesn't really bring as much money, I would say, right? So it's undervalued. So, but these young athletes need proper nutrition so that the brain makes the connection between what is actually good for them and what is not. Then another thing is like, I know we all have insecurity, so we all mm-hmm. wanna look good, we wanna, want, we wanna be accepted. And so some people think by, help, by having a certain physique, you will be accepted. But you know what, even when once you reach that, you'll find something else that's wrong with you. Right, so it's never like, okay, I reached it, right, my life is amazing, you know, I win, you know, no. Then you start doing other things, and then, like, I personally know that some of the things that I've taken got me, you know, into a depressive state, you know, it had anxiety. It's like, and then, because it doesn't happen overnight, and unfortunately these young athletes don't understand that it's a cumulative effect. And then you wake up and you're like, why, why can I not do as many things like I used to? Well, because you took certain things and, you know, now you got to heal. I mean, like the point is, if you stop and you start taking care of yourself, you can reverse all the damage that you have done. So, and then your question in terms of older people, like, you know, like in college, like I think it's, it's also, it's uh, people don't rest enough. So then in college, you go, 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 go. You don't allow your body enough time to recuperate because you think that the more you do, the better, stronger you will be. And it's actually the opposite. You're gonna be strategic, but it's okay to do less. Mm-hmm. And it's okay to take breaks between you know, workout sessions because I, like, I, mean, I think weight training is very important for young people. And older people. Um, but at the same time, you have to give body rest and you have to provide the nutrients. Because, for example, um, if somebody is deficient, like in iron or magnesium or whatnot, um, they will not perform as good. So, and how do you get all of those nutrients? So, you basically have to eat a varied diet so i mean i would say but again one thing that i do want to also mention is that it's all very individual so like what's good for one person may not be good for another and i think another thing is like you have to listen to your body like if you wake up and you feel not great do not go spend two hours at the gym already. You know, take, go for a walk today, right? Or or do something lighter, stretching or something. Do not overexert yourself because eventually it catches up or you can create like, you know, a strain, you know? So basically you want to prevent things rather than kind of, you know, load things on and then be like, what went wrong, where?
0: And obviously, I mean, that goes right into like prehab for us. It's It's right. one of those things like, we have athletes all the time and um, I mean, for example in baseball, we're seeing it more than ever now Kids getting having to have Tommy John surgery in there in high school and I'm like Tommy John surgery used to be a thing that like barely even college athletes saw we used to only see it like you typically only saw it in professional baseball players even minor league guys and Now we have these younger athletes that I mean you have freshmen that are throwing 85 mile an hour fastballs and I'm sitting there that's great, but are you, we're not giving them enough rest. And so then, next thing you know, Tommy John surgery. And now, instead of them being at their peak of their game, they've now been pushed back two, three years into their game because they had to have that surgery. So now they have to figure out how to throw again with the surgery, they have to go through the rehab. And it's it's one of those things that I think, as people push themselves, and I won't lie, I did it myself. I was a wrestler. And <clears throat> the amount of times that I used to think it was, I, I used to push myself to the extent of throwing up sometimes during practice. Yeah. And I was like, oh, this is good. This is me like having pain, okay. pains leaving. And I'm like, this is all good. I've like gotten myself stronger. And I'm like, as I got older, I was like, no, that was a terrible thing to like think like now, like I realize it's like one of those things like, If i feel any soreness it's one of those like especially working at a physical therapy clinic you look at iron health and and one of the biggest things that we talk passionately about is take the time to recover if you feel the slightest bit of soreness stretch stretch exactly what you're saying do something lighter there's no use in exerting more force on on a muscle that you can already feel a pain in because Exactly what you're saying, the body's telling you, hey, I need a break. I need to rest. That's why you're feeling that pain. That's why you're feeling that discomfort. Um, it's the same thing with our stomachs and kind of going back in the nutrition side. You eat something and all of a sudden your your stomach's upset. Obviously your stomach's trying to tell you, hey, I don't like this food, let's not eat this again. Um, and then obviously, don't get me wrong, there's certain things like for me, it's spicy foods. I love my spicy foods, but my stomach hates them. But every once in a while, I'm like, we're just going to deal with it this once. But even then, you just got to take that time to kind of really focus on recovering, taking the time yes. to get your body back up to par um, and giving it time to relax. Yes. It, it's, you, you, don't, you don't ask yourself to stay awake for 48 hours at a time. You give yourself eight hours of sleep each night try to take that time to rest and kind of re-energize. Same thing with your muscles.
1: No, I totally understand. Yeah, I agree.
0: Um, so obviously going through college and I'm sure that you kind of like going through the Institute, you you saw a lot of things that were some of the older um, kind of nutritional uh, understandings versus, hey, this is where we've gotten to. This is what we've developed to and this is kind of where between science and just testing, we've understood this portion of nutrition this much more. So over the years, kind of, how do you feel nutrition's changed um, throughout not just the physical side, but more on um, kind of the side of like performance as well?
1: Okay, yes. So I think initially, we always had, well, not we, but like society basically had things that were considered bad for us, right? So like first it was fat, right? It's like, oh my gosh, stay away from fat. Then it was carbs. Then it became um, one diet, one fat diet after the other. So, um, and again, and during that time also, we had so many additional new chemicals that were introduced into our food system. And so, all of these packaged foods had all of these ingredients and whatnot, but they would have health claims, right? Gluten-free, fat-free, or whole grain, and you think that it is something healthy, so you're like, okay, Mm -hmm. cool, like, it's got this claim, I'm gonna eat it, like, right? So, and, uh, but then, you know, cardiovascular diseases increased, right? So, diabetes increased, like, everything was, like, you know, loaded with sugar, artificial ingredients. And then we had, you know, we would go through phases where there was one, you know, um, food that you're supposed to eat. Like, let's say first it was like kale, then it was like some superfood. And it just kept on changing because obviously you've got to make money, right? So you can't like keep the same thing, so you got to change it. But I think like what is happening more now, it is, um, so like we did go through like, you know, the keto, paleo. So there were all these diets, right? So it's like, I feel like now it's being changed in a sense that it's individualized, right? So it's like, just you, just like you said, right? You cannot tolerate spicy foods. Mm-hmm. So, but like for instance, cayenne pepper is considered healthy, right? Yeah. So it's like, but not for you. Yeah. So I think right now there's more emphasis on, first of all, whole foods. So I read a study recently that said that's like, you know, they looked at all of the di- like a, a lot of diets, not all of the diets, but like a, a lot of diets. And the verdict was, is that to lose weight, keep it off, feel great, you gotta eat whole foods. But it's like, it's just so simple, right? It's kind of like, I feel like nutrition is a lot simpler than we make it out to be. And so I think there's emphasis on um, whole foods. And I also think that now it's more like tailored to the individual. So the before where it's like, everybody drink more water, eat less salt. Like just an example, like you gave, for me, I went to get my physical recently, and the nurse called me back saying, "Like, we need you to come back and retest your sodium levels." I'm like, "What's up?" She's like, "Your sodium is too low." So I go back. They test me again, and the doctor's like, "Like, are you drinking? Like, how much water are you drinking?" I'm like, "Oh, don't worry, I drink so much water." He's like, "Well, you need to stop. Like, your sodium level—like, I mean, your sodium levels are too low." So it's like the general advice that used to be given to everybody, like you know doesn't work for everybody, right? So, and like for me, it would have been detrimental to my health to take that advice. So I think in the future or like even like right now, it's more kind of like, okay, so we have to look at the individual and go from there. Mm -hmm. And then in terms of performance, I want to say that it's kind of like what you put in, that's what you get out. Yeah. So I really, like, I mean, I also don't love cooking, right? So I like to eat healthy, but I do not like to cook. Mm -hmm. So I have like certain shortcuts that I have. So I think herbs are like a great, I mean, they're great to incorporate in your cooking. And I actually make something like pesto, because it's got basil, Mm -hmm. which is anti-inflammatory, right? So I make pesto, it's delicious. You can put it on the sandwich with avocado, in your pasta, you know, with a little bit of olive oil. Like, so I use kind of like stuff like that or like carrot ginger dressing Mm -hmm. in my salad. So I use a lot of that and it actually enhances my performance when I work out Mm -hmm. and my mental performance too, because like I feel sharp, I feel clear headed. I mean, I think that, Again, and also it's important to eat enough fat, right? Yeah. Because our brain is like needs fat to function, our muscles need fat. Like, I mean, we need fat, we need macro, macronutrients. And I think that the less processed your food is, the better.
0: Absolutely. So to get into kind of the next topic, so a trending thing that's been throughout social media is guys have been eating Rice Krispie treats and they've been eating these right before they go to workout, saying, "No, it's giving me a workout, like, better than pre-workout is giving me, or it's giving me a workout that I just feel like I can get a better pump and get a harder workout and push myself harder because I feel more energy. So obviously you have a lot more information and kind of background in this, so what's your take on it, obviously being a trend, and what is the true factor of why people are feeling the way they are as they're eating these?
1: Very good question. I absolutely love it because it's one of the points that I was actually going to say. So um, looking at the ingredients, which I love reading and seeing what happens. So um, this one is filled with corn syrup, fructose, vegetable oil, corn syrup solids, and a bunch of other natural and artificial flavors. So what, So I think that the packaged food industry, first of all, does not play fair mm-hmm. because they have scientists working on creating products that can get us addicted to their products. And it sounds cool. like that's exactly what's happening to these people and how they do it is by having the perfect amount of carbs, sugar, and fat. So there's actually a term for it. It's called the bliss point. Okay. And it's the point where the combination is just right. And so what happens, it creates a dysregulation in the dopamine production. So obviously we know that sugar raises, Mm -hmm. you know, the insulin levels and when the sugar goes up, we have that surge of energy, which is what they're feeling, right? But then, with time, like again, nothing happens overnight. But with time, you create that roller coaster that we talked about. That you constantly need these to continue. So it's almost like I mean, they actually have a saying that sugar is more addicting than cocaine, and it's mm-hmm. very true. It sounds like these athletes are addicted to this because yeah. they get that sugar rush and it gives them power. But. The bad news is, is that it won't last forever, and then you need more and more. So, like now, they start with one, then they're going to need more and more. And then, also, when you're bodybuilding or you're working out, you want to control the in inflammation. Mm-hmm. And trans fats, they add to the inflammation, right? So, and it's like, I mean, like, I think I looked at, um, according to the World Health Organization, right? Cardiovascular diseases are like, um, I think they, call, well, the death. Tall of cardiovascular diseases are something like 17.9 million or something. I mean, like, mm-hmm. but these are all preventable diseases, yeah. exactly what we're talking about, right? So, by taking proper nutrition, like you said, like some protein shakes or something with natural ingredients that may not give you that rush. I mean, but that's like a drug. I mean, this is like a drug. Just yeah. because it's legal, it doesn't mean it doesn't act in your body like a drug. So, I really, um, you know.
0: So it's almost it, like that dopamine effect.
1: That dopamine effect, yeah. right. So, and the problem with that, obviously, so you need more and more to reach that same happy feeling or like that that rush that they get, you know? So, I mean, I don't know. I would not, like if my son ate that, I would not be very <laughs> happy about it.
0: <laughs> it's definitely one of those things. And I think, again, coined back almost to that, that younger generation that's influenced by um, the the supplement companies is, a lot of times these supplement companies, they all they show is what you were saying. Hey, this is, <clears throat> I, I won't use The Rock because The Rock hasn't really been advertising a lot of stuff like that, but you use um, the guy from like Steel Supplements. I can't think of his name, but I mean, he's, he's a big dude. However, these younger kids, they don't realize he used steroids to get to where he was, but that was part of his bodybuilding career. He was focused on like working for the Arnold, um, classic, so obviously, all the most of the guys in that, that competition, they used roids to get to where they were. Right. However, now these guys, they retire out of bodybuilding competitions, they're big guys, and then all of a sudden, they're like, okay, what do I do for money? Well, I'm, supplements obviously want a strong looking guy that's got a great physique, so now these guys are repping these supplements, and now these kids <clears throat> that are 16 15 years old i think the first supplement i took i I was taking pre-workout it was uh called uh, jacked and it got banned very quickly yeah um because it had a lot of ingredients in it that they were like this is not safe for like the fda started looking at and they're like this is not safe you guys can't be selling this anymore right um and i was taking that at like 15 and I'm sitting there now, I'm like looking back, I'm like, I didn't realize what I was doing to my body. Right. But it was because I saw all these big athletes that were like endorsing
1: yeah, this I supplement. Yeah, I mean, this, oh, <clears throat> it's awful. Like, I mean, it's absolutely awful. And when you have such an influence on kids, like, you know, like how can you do that with yeah. the right conscience? Like, how do you sleep at night? I mean, <laughs> seriously. And get paid for it? I mean, give me a break. I mean, like, yeah, so I totally totally don't know what to say about that one.
0: <laughs> so going further outside of there, obviously, as we get older, um, nutrition is always going to change. Um, I think we always know that. And, and you even kind of mentioned earlier, like it, it's almost like the uh, food pyramid, the food pyramid for the oh. U.S. If you look at like other countries, it, it, I kind of laugh because I think for the U.S., when you look compared to other countries, the U.S.'s main product is grains,
1: right? And right. so,
0: the, the according to the United States Food and Agriculture, they say, "Oh, grains is the most important part." It might be true, but to an extent. And then, but then you look at other countries that have a complete opposite food pyramid. Um, so, and and our pyramid's changed even over the last few years. So as we get older. Obviously, our bodies are also adjusting as well. So I'm sure that there's a lot of our viewers out there that have experienced, I used to be able to eat this. Now I can't eat this because my body doesn't like it. Mm -hmm. So kind of taking the importance of nutrition already and health and getting to the older stages, what are the benefits and kind of, I know that you had some things that you wanted to discuss surrounding kind of the aging process and nutrition and how those kind of go hand in hand. So I wanted to let you just kind of go deeper in on that, that aspect of it.
1: Sure. Sure. Um, I think it's very important. Like what you mentioned Tom about, um, grains and there's actually, um, I think a saying like green brain, right? Because grains are heavily sprayed with pesticides. A lot of them are genetically modified and our bodies, Are not meant to digest them, Mm -hmm. right? So I think it puts an added stress on our bodies. And when you age, like you said, your body is, if you've been giving them the stuff like this and, you know, it's like, it's not aging the way it's supposed to, right? So I think in general, there is a misconception about what aging is. Mm -hmm. And how I like to look at it, I mean, we may grow older but we don't have to grow old, Mm. right? So, and I think nutrition is very important. Obviously, exercise, stress management, you know, self-care, whatever, but like nutrition is very important because if we give our body quality nutrients, anti-inflammatory, like omega-3s, you know, like wild salmon, you know, walnuts, nuts, whole foods, the body will respond in a certain way. And they're also right now, and also the grains and stuff that we've been told is okay to eat, it does harmful things to our microbiome. And a microbiome is responsible for our immune system. It's responsible for our moods. Um, it's even linked to obesity, you know, hard, like, I mean, it's just like, uh, taking care of a microbiome is extremely important. And eating things that you're sensitive to, Like, you know, you said some people are sensitive to grains, they can no longer eat it and they continue to eat it. Well, I mean, if you continue to eat it, you will continue aging. But if you realize that, wow, this food is not sitting well with me and you replace it with something else with healthy, like you want to basically eat more plant food, fat, protein, but again, not trans fat that we discussed, like, you know, think extra virgin olive oil, Mm -hmm. ghee, which is, um, you know, Cooked butter, like you know, you get all the milk salad, you know, so and it's and it's delicious, it smells like caramel. (laughs) Yeah. Um, So if you eat that and that heals your gut, so then in terms of aging, you have a totally different experience. Like, I will tell you, like, from a personal experience, when I changed my food, like, when I went from, you know, being scared of fat to eating adequate fat, like, I don't count calories anymore. Like, I used mm-hmm. to count calories. I'm like, oh, my God. Now I eat until I feel good. And again, like, if I ate something and I don't feel good, well, guess what? I don't eat it anymore. Yeah. Right? It's like, I don't want to eat it because my main thing is I want to feel good. Not like down the road. I wanna feel good right now. Yeah. Like I don't want the, you know, cumulative effect of like my me like, oh like, you know, I'm not feeling great, but I'm gonna eat it anyway. I'll I'll just take like, you know, a supplement or something yeah. to make it go away. It's like no. It's like I wanna give my body what it craves. Like I feel mm-hmm. like our bodies often give us signs, right? So it's like, I mean, it expresses itself. Like for me, it was anxiety and depression. So basically what I was doing was not working. Okay. What I was eating, it was not agreeing with my body. So it's like, you can't do the same thing over and over again and expect, you know, a different outcome. Mm-hmm. Whoever said that, like, I forget, like yeah. I mean, I think. <laughs> but yeah, so you've gotta do what's right for you. And in terms of aging, I think that we've been sold another big fat lie. Mm-hmm. You know, if you want to take care of yourself, aging can be the best part. Like I mean, it just, like I mean, I would never want to go back to high school. I would never I would never want to go back to college. Like I mean, I mean, I love learning, but I want to learn what I want to learn and in terms of uh, um, growing older, I'm looking forward to it because like I feel better now than I did when I was in my 20s. Mm-hmm. And like I hope like when I'm 50, I'm even more vital. I have more energy and like, you know, and I feel great. You know every single day so i think i think that we can do a lot so i think it's very important to realize that we are responsible for how we age how we feel and where our health goes like we all have those like things that you know we can't change and like a but i think that we can definitely modify how it's going to go right so mm-hmm. and i think nutrition plays a very big role in that
0: so i think a. Big portion is obviously I think unfortunately we and it's not just one specific person or one specific group but I think sometimes when you get older or you get to a certain point say in your health and you hit say a certain weight or you feel a certain way and you just go there's no turning back why obviously I think that's a terrible mindset to be in so Obviously, with nutrition, it's. I think a lot of people have the misconception that there is no turning back, even though in reality, you can adjust a lot of things no matter how far you've gotten into it. So as far as nutrition side goes, whether it's being obese or almost, say, struggling with, say, di- being diabetic, stuff like that, how do you feel nutrition that you can actually instead of continuing down the path and just accepting things the way they are, how do you feel with nutrition that you can actually kind of alter that path and be able to change?
1: Well, I think there's been a lot of research done like very recently in terms of being able to prevent all of these lifestyle diseases. I mean, this is no, I mean, before it used to be like, oh, maybe, you know, we can't, it's not a question. You can do it. You can change your diet. You can start exercising you can manage your stress and you don't have to go down that path like i don't care like how big you are you don't that does not have to be your reality like our bodies want to heal our bodies want to feel good and um so like you said it's having a positive mindset is very important, but it's also important to understand that it's never a linear path, right? So there will be setbacks. Mm -hmm. So that's where your mindset comes in, right? Like recovery, for instance, right? It's not like that, right? So it's not, it's not overnight. It's a long process because your body needs time to heal, Mm -hmm. right? But when you do have that slip back or like, you know, when you come to a point where you're not progressing forward you just have to allow it and push through it and just continue, take the next small step and keep going. The same thing with anything, right? It's like there comes a point where it's it's no longer working, right? Yeah. So it's like so you kinda have to change it up. So like for instance, if you're eating, let's say, I don't know, raw foods, like you're eating a lot of raw foods and then it stops being beneficial for you, well, try cooking them. Like, right? So it's like it's no longer working for you. Yeah. It's like, or like what work for you in the summer may not work for you in the winter. But having the mindset kind of like, I'm in control of where my life goes, the same way with career, right? Yeah. We're in control of our careers because it's of the choices that we make every day. The same thing with, with all of these diseases, like, you know, diabetes, prediabetes, like, you know, heart disease, obesity, right? So it's like, we can change The course at any Mm -hmm. point but I mean obviously to stay on course I would say you also have to address your underlying issues right Mm -hmm. so it's like why did you get here in the first place right so you have to look at what you're doing and I think one thing that um, Institute for Integrative Nutrition taught me is how to actually get to the bottom of the like what is the root cause like how Mm -hmm. like what attributed to that Right. So, and once you address that, everything kind of like works out, right? Yeah. So it's like so. But again, to get to that point where you're able to be honest with yourself, sometimes it takes like a lot of work. Yeah. And it's it's emotional, and processing our emotions. I think is another thing. It's like we were told like to keep it in, like to be strong, like keeping your emotions in is not strong you need yeah. to let them out you need to process them because if you don't take care of them they will show up you know in other ways right so like it could be you know your side starts hurt like i mean yeah. it, 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 it's all basically you know i kind of feel that when it comes to nutrition and um exercise and like mind work it's so, it's all like one helps the other so mm-hmm. it's a uh, It's an ongoing thing.
0: Absolutely. So I think kind of to start wrapping it up. um, In the next five years, nutrition, I'm sure we're going to have awesome advancements. I think people are slowly starting to take nutrition a lot more serious. Um, Especially, I mean, you look out in L.A. and new york and some of these major cities where obviously we typically start seeing a lot of these trends Um, unfortunately some are bad but i think for right now it it looks like people are a lot of the athletes a lot of our actors and actresses they're starting to kind of start talking about hey nutrition is one of the most important parts of our lives Um, and we're seeing it on movie sets even i i was on chicago fire um, up in uh, chicago a few years ago and when I was on set they had a private chef that like is there on set and it's not just to be fancy it was to be able to make sure that the the cast was eating healthy so it wasn't fatty fat and and terrible foods that were unhealthy for you it was stuff that was filled with good fats it was stuff that was filled with good carbs and different nutrients that these chefs knew that these people needed, especially if you're gonna be on set for say 12 to 16 hours a day, you can't obviously just go and grab a McDonald's sandwich and then be able to make it through set the whole entire day. You're gonna obviously start getting burnt out. So in the next five years, as we get more advanced and we start learning more and more about nutrition, where do you see nutrition going and what are your personal goals with nutrition and what you're wanting to do?
1: Great question. So I I am happy that, that that is starting to happen because what I would like to also have is like at airports, right? There's absolutely not, like I mean, I, I don't know of any health options. Like when I go to the airport, I have to bring my snacks mm-hmm. with me because there's no way I am buying any one of those. Those options are just not for me. So I would love to see healthier foods being more available to people, right? So like you mentioned, like on the movie sets, great. So, I mean, maybe we can get McDonald's to sell like, you know, grass fed, you know, pasture raised burgers, you know, instead of factory meat. And, you know, so I think, I think where we're going is that as you said, as more and more people start voting with their dollars and spending money on quality ingredients obviously the producers are going to show up then another thing that i think will happen is that um again like i think um everything is going to become more individualized right because again like for somebody you need more v12 somebody needs more iron right so yeah. um so i think it's going to be more tailored to the individual and now with all of these like you know tests you can easily see what you're deficient in right and mm-hmm. then you and then you can target your nutrition based on your personal needs and but the most important thing i think what proper nutrition does it creates optimism right so and my thing is is that when you feel good because like sometimes like you know like stupid example but like think about it Like, have you ever been, like, hungover? I mean, I know me either, right? (laughs) Yeah, yeah. It's like, nothing. Like, you're just, like, miserable. You're not nice to people (laughs) around you. And until your body, like, until you get your electrolytes replenished, your vitamins, like, back to where they need to be, you're miserable. 100%. So so that's how I think it's like a lot of people are in that hungover state without being really hungover because of the food and the ingredients that they consume so i am hoping that people will wake up from their hangover and start feeling great because you know what at the end of it uh, at the end of the day when we feel great like we're nicer to people stress is easier to handle and like i mean we all need more kindness in the world yeah. for crying out loud <laughs> right so i think that um so i think nutrition is going to be that piece of the puzzle that has been missing for so long mm-hmm. and then personally like I mean although when people ask like what do you do what do you want to do and I say like although like I want to tweak everybody's nutrition to optimize their um, well-being and performance I mean in all honesty I want to fold them like I, I want them to fall in love with healthy lifestyle yeah. because like again like when you feel good you do good and then you have more energy and like for me everything is like energy right like I want to feel energetic and you know, like, one of the things, um, like, I didn't become healthy because I wanted to be healthy, right? Yeah. Like, I wanted to feel good. Mm-hmm. And, like, okay, so it's like, you know, I'm going to live longer or, you know, it's like, but how would I know I'm living longer, yeah. right? I mean, <laughs> but I will know when I'm, you know, I'm feeling great. I'm not bloated. I sleep well. You know, like, I feel good. I'm not irritable, which sometimes sugar spikes makes you feel like if your (laughs) significant other or somebody you work with is extra annoying, Mm. watch those sugar spikes. (laughs) I know that from personal experience. But um, yeah, and it's like, I kind of feel like, especially in business, right? So we know that our goals need to be smart, right? Yes. Specific, measurable, attainable,
0: relevant
1: and time-bound right so yeah yeah. so it's like and i think like focusing on living longer that's a little bit you know not a very specific goal (laughs) hard to know when you attained
0: it it's like yeah too late at that point right (laughs) did i did i hit the age i was wanting to yeah
1: right 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 so yeah so i guess like my mission is to help everybody feel amazing Mm -hmm. you know and i think nutrition can help everybody do that
0: absolutely um i think another cool thing that I've noticed even personally um I don't know if you've ever gone to the restaurant it's called by Chloe um and they're in the city and it's it's a vegan restaurant but one of my old bosses she was vegan I'd never tried vegan never ate vegan and then I went um the first time I ever did it was at a company party back in Indiana and um she had vegan food catered I ate it and it was like Stuff that looked greasy, but then I ate it and I was like, I don't feel terrible after eating this. This is odd. Um, and it was one of those things that I mean, I was like, oh, I'm in love with this. I like this because I'm eating like things that feel unhealthy, but I don't feel terrible after. I feel good after. I feel energized after. And I could tell it was a good energy. And there's a restaurant in, in the city that I absolutely fallen in love with that's called By Chloe. Oh, I'm going to I'm
1: gonna have to try it. <laughs> it's it's so
0: good. The one location, I know they have multiple, but the one location I know of, it's like right next to the Rockefeller Center. Okay. Um, and it's so good. I mean, it's, I think I, I typically get like their black bean burger. Mm-hmm. And then they have sweet potato fries. And I mean, you can go and their fries look greasy, but you eat it and you're like, why do I not feel bad? And mm. it's just because the way that they cook it or the ingredients that they use. And right. it's just kind of what you talked about. And I think we're slowly starting to see more and more restaurants like that. are they're slowly popping up and people are going, I'd, I'd rather spend the extra five bucks on my meal yes. and have this healthier option that I don't feel disgusting oh afterwards than saving that $5 and getting, no offense to McDonald's, but getting say a big mac and then all of a sudden it tasted great going down but now i'm just kind of like not sluggish, feeling great the yeah. rest of the day and yeah. and sometimes you don't even feel bloated eating mcdonald's it's more of just like exactly what you said it's that sluggish feeling and it's almost like it's almost like that grease like when you have like grease on your stove and it gets oh, sticky yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's almost like the grease is just like pulling you back and it's like right, nope right, you're not right. allowed to move so i think it's nice to be able to start seeing that we're having a, a good trend and i think exactly to your point of in the next five years i think we are going to start seeing a huge change in nutrition as people start taking it more serious so yeah
1: no it's uh it's exciting i think it's about time right
0: absolutely <laughs> yeah. it's only been yeah. how many years <laughs> right, right so right. um where can people find some more information about you um i know that you have some stuff that you do down in jersey with nutrition so um, if they want to, like, reach out or get more information, where can they find you?
1: So I have a website. Okay. It's uh, www.bestyouliving.com. So that's U, um, U is a letter, not Y-O-U. So it's bestyouliving.com. I think that's the best way to get in contact with me. Um, I am, just, like, I just recently started building my social media. Mm-hmm. So, um, so soon I'll get that out too. Okay. But at this point, I would say that is the best way. And I am happy to take any questions or, um, answer anything you may want
0: to talk about. <laughs> awesome. So I just want to thank you again, Jenya, for coming on to our podcast. Um, I'm sure that our listeners were able to get a lot out of this. I think it's one of our, um, very beneficial podcasts to not just One person i think everyone can benefit from this so i I appreciate you coming on
1: thank you so much for having me tom it was a pleasure i love it it's my first one and (laughs) hopefully one of many
0: (laughs) i was just gonna say hopefully here to many more so awesome so go ahead and make sure if you aren't subscribed already to the powered by iron health podcast go ahead and subscribe and you can find more information about her at her website which we will also put in the show notes and Live your life powered by Iron Health. Thanks, guys. Thank you for joining us today on the Powered by Iron Health podcast. We hope you enjoyed the show. And if you'd like more resources and information on Iron Health, please go to ironhealth.co. You can also find us on our socials on Facebook and Instagram, both at ironhealth.co. Keep moving and stay active.